0: Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Give me
1: the flat to dawn with plenty of tailing fish
2: and the perfect fly rod, Whoa,
3: yeah.
2: and get ready for some magic.
3: What oh, an awesome piece, yeah. I got one.
1: Oh, damn. I got him. You got him. I got him. Join
2: Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit Tarbone.org to find out how you can help.
4: Good Monday evening, everybody. I am your host of the Redfish Chuck Show, Charles Levi, obviously also known as Redfish Chuck. Joining me tonight, we are down another man, uh, but we've got Pepe Vidal. What's up, brother?
1: Hey, man. How you doing, man? Everything good? As good <laughs> as it could be, huh?
4: Yeah, <laughs> it's been a it's been a rough couple rough, rough couple days for me. We'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. But uh, real quick, uh, Alan's not going to be able to join us tonight. Alan's, uh, Alan's, uh, mother-in-law is going to the hospital as we speak, so let's say some prayers, uh, for her, um, not real sure what her condition is, but it, I know that things aren't good, so, uh, prayers for her, and then, uh, most of you guys probably saw on Facebook, I want to take a second to thank everybody for all the thoughts and prayers that have come my way for, uh, my uncle who just passed away and uh very unexpectedly so it's been uh tough it's been a tough uh tough couple days for me um had a great weekend leading up to basically what has amounted to hell for me um started off with the cleanup that the guys showed up to do for space coast Sky anglers which was awesome turned out well guys picked up a bunch of trash it was good um Showed up over at Kayaks by Bo for a little meet and greet, a little cookout, Space Coast kayak English style. Of course, there's boudin to be had and hamburgers, hot dogs, the typical fare. So that was awesome. Um, and then we had a little soft opening of KDV Outfitters, and uh, I was really, really, really appreciative of everybody who showed up to uh, to just walk through the shop, and I got a lot of a lot of good uh, insights to what people thought of my little store. So. Uh, yeah, it was good, man. And then uh, after that was over with, we ran off to Vieira to go watch Rob DeVore and Mike Kineen's video, The Everyday Push. And uh, I got Rob standing by on hold. I'm going to go to him in just a second and talk about it real quick. But uh just want to say, before I get him on the line, not to toot Rob's horn too much, but that was an absolutely incredible video. What? what we all know Mike, at least most of us know Mike really well. We fished with him, whatever, and uh we joked around with him. you know, we've had to deal with his sense of humor, calling himself noodle knees, and all that stuff, making us feel real awkward about laughing but uh <laughs> i mean i don't know I, at least I feel awkward about it, <laughs> but uh to hear his full life story, man, I mean it was eye opening and 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 breathtaking that the guy was that forthcoming and it was incredible absolutely incredible um so kudos to those guys i think they, i think they did a good job and a great job and if the uh paddling film festival does not pick up this video i don't know what it, I, I have no idea what they're looking for uh so we'll see hopefully rob will get hit we'll, we'll go to rob right now hopefully rob can cut that thing down to uh to 20 minutes and make it uh make it flow but man that thing was awesome, Rob. What's going on, brother?
5: Hey man, thanks for having me on. Um, it's all good. I don't know how I'm gonna. You know, what, what are you gonna cut out? You know, Ooh. what are you gonna cut out? I don't um,
6: know.
5: I, don't know. <laughs> I keep looking at it, going, "Okay, now what am I gonna? What am I gonna take out of here?" I don't know. Um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, I am I, just want to say I'm like totally blown away by the response and all of those people coming out, you know, we didn't really sell a whole lot of tickets, you know, and come Thursday and Friday, you know, I was asking Mike, you know, what's the what's the count and it was it was kinda low, you know, so I was kinda bummed, you know, thinking we were gonna be, you know, having our showing in front of tens of people, which is fine, you know, that's cool. But uh, you know, we kinda planned a cool event for everybody, you know. So uh uh and it it really, we really did well. You know, everybody came in like last minute and bought tickets at the door and all that stuff. So that was like really cool. But, uh, I, I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out. And, uh, I'm glad that I was glad to see everybody. Um, it's always good to see you guys. And anytime I have an excuse to get over there to the East coast is awesome. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. Awesome event. It was a lot of fun making the movie. And, um, you know, uh, we don't we don't exactly know what we're gonna do with it next, but uh, we're 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 kind of throwing some ideas around and
4: stuff. Well, like I said, man, I mean, I'll let Peppy chime in here for what he was able to see before his Rugrats ran him out, but uh, man, it was, uh, oh, it was it was it was awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, I, Thank I, you. Rob, I got to see it. I got to be able to see it, I mean, in its entirety. I only saw about 20 minutes of it. I had to get out of there. My kids were going nuts. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you saw them, but my kids were off the wall, and I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the candy, which I think it was. They just had
4: Yeah, it was candy. the candy. Were,
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> as soon as you walked in, the
4: first thing I look over and I see Pepe, he's like, his, I know exactly what you were thinking. If I give them candy, they'll shut up. And I look <laughs> over, and each kid's got a bowl of candy, and they're, like, sitting on the floor right away in, like, this little huddle, and I'm like, that's not going to end well.
2: That's Well,
5: for those of you who don't know, there was a candy bar there, okay, and which had M&M's and gummy bears and, uh, you know, chocolate-covered peanuts and snow caps and all that stuff. I mean, basically what you did was you got a little dish – and you got yourself a bunch of you know, as much of that stuff as you wanted to. And uh kinda like, you know, you can't go to the movies without having snow caps and popcorn. We had a full blown sized popcorn machine there and uh, uh and you know, some food, some drinks. And uh it was, it was really cool, man. We had a it was, it was awesome, but no, I didn't I didn't notice that, Pepe. You know, I'm sorry that you had to leave. Uh, oh man, they were going they nuts. Got
1: you don't understand I'm glad just,
5: you didn't notice it, it did you have it, to?
1: Were you feeding them? Uh, you know, it, uh, everything off of that candy bar there. <laughs> it Dude, yeah, awesome. it was. I'm telling you, Rob. When I left, they, my son was skipping from one side of the room to the other side of the room, <laughs> just skipping. So I was
2: like, "It was whoa,
6: awesome. It was out. awesome." <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm sitting there,
4: I'm sitting hey. there and I'm, wa- I'm watching it go down, and I'm like, "This is amazing," because Noah's, like all over the room, like just freaking out,
0: and so he is
4: like. Sophia's like, Daddy, I gotta go pee. And, uh, and Peppy, yeah. in Peppy fashion, if for any of you guys that have ever spent any time around Peppy and his family, you know that Sophia, for whatever reason, tends to be the one who gets her name called the most. So, all of a sudden, I hear Pep I hear Peppy, Sophia, get
1: over here. Shh.
4: get back in the chair. And I was just like, oh man, here, here it comes, here comes the climax of the sugar, the sugar's hitting the brain, right now, and it was just like, ah, you know, i will going nuts, it was awesome. <laughs> Yo, man. <laughs> dude,
5: you know, uh, John Billings and uh, his his two boys were there, and, uh, and, and you know, they're pretty good most of the time, and uh, at, the, at the end, you know, afterwards, you know, sitting around talking, and dude was, Keaton was, like, rolling on the ground, dude. Like, seriously, like, across the whole oh. stage, it was awesome. I was like, man, somebody's <laughs> been like at the candy bar a couple of a few times too many. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm
4: man. Stand, listen, I'm standing there next to the candy bar, and I look over, and Peppy's like trying to shoo his kids away from it, and Noah keeps trying to sneak his hand into the into the M M&M and M, the M M&M and M jar. Yeah. And Peppy's like, no, no more. And he's like, he, five times he tried to go in there. Finally, he was able to get his hand in there and snatch a couple pieces. I'm like. Good you god know? man. I do not envy you at this moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was bad. It wasn't supposed to happen that way. I was supposed to go by myself and my wife got called into the hospital which is right down the road. She got called into the hospital like literally you know an hour before that or something like that. Something you know literally. so I was you know I was stuck with the kids and I was like, "Well, they're going with me. We'll see what happens." <laughs> That was cool, man. I'm glad that you came down, and, and you know,
5: if I, would have, I I didn't even think about, like, you Keto know, kids being there or watching it or anything. I, I would have thrown, like, maybe, you know, some Monsters, Inc. stuff in there or something. You
1: know? <laughs> hey, well, Rob, I'll tell you what. You guys, I didn't get to see the whole movie. I only got to see the first part, and it was awesome from the very beginning what I saw. But let me tell you, man, you guys killed it with the food, too. What you guys had there, that oh my you god, guys had in those oysters, you guys killed it. Yeah, that was my brother, Chris, uh,
5: he and uh, Edible Art Catering, man. They they did an awesome job with
4: some of that stuff. Uh, that seared ahi tuna was like off the of the chain, man. It was awesome. Dude, and it never ended. It was like it must have been <laughs> you know forty pounds of ahi tuna. Just every time the, the, the thing would get cleaned off, the guy would walk in with a whole other tray full. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I mean, I probably ate five pounds of it just myself, man. I couldn't get away from it. And then the chicken, I don't even know. It's like, it's fried chicken. Like, how good can fried chicken be? But, dude, to me, it was awesome. Like, halfway through the movie, I, walk, I, I found myself standing, like hovering like a vulture around the fried chicken pan, and I'm just, like, gnawing down on fried chicken. It was freaking awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, when I saw, I'm telling you, fifteen dollars. The food alone was worth the fifteen dollars. I mean, that was that was awesome. That really was. Yeah, well,
5: you know, we wanted to make a nice event for people. You know, we wanted to show our appreciation for everybody. You know, that that kind of helped us and kind of you know fished with us or you know supported us or you know just coming out to see the movie. You know, was was awesome. You know, we. And, and both me and Mike both really appreciated it, man. We were like, you know, we're just ecstatic, you know. And just, you know, I've seen the movie like, you know, a hundred thousand times. So I was like, mostly spending the time like watching people, you know, reactions to things and how, how people were reacting. And that was kind of strange, you know, because I've never really, because nobody really saw it, you know, except for like maybe Mike and and you know maybe a couple of members of the Electoral College. And that's it. and that's it, you know. Everybody else was uh, that
4: was the first time for anybody really seeing it, you know. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Thing. I'm going to tell what? you something real quick, Rob. Yeah. I have I'm I'm like you. I'm the kind of guy that I search the internet. I I I always watch. I try to watch as many kayak fishing videos that are put on by other people as I can, whether it be movies, whether it be just fishing videos, fishing footage, whatever. And. I will go out on a limb and say that nothing has been done to date in the kayak fishing world that will have the effect or or has the opportunity to have the effect on a variety of people, not even people that like to fish. This, this, this movie needs to be shown to people who are down and out, who are coming back from war, who have injuries, who who feel like life kicked them in the gut and they're they're on their last limb or whatever. This is the kind of thing, dude, that seriously can change someone's life. And, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I told Mike when I was there at, at the uh, at the at the showing that it it changed me. It changed me like completely, bro. I mean like late and, and it's no it's no secret. I'm a big guy, right? Um I'm watching Mike do all the stuff on the video here and talk about how he refused to just allow his disability to kind of be who he is or whatever, and my thing, he never wanted to do the woe is me thing, my thing has always been the woe is me thing is, well, I'm a big guy, I just got to deal with it, right, like, I'm I'm hefty, whatever, you know, I like fat jokes, it's cool, whatever, but now, I mean, he he inspired me, seriously, he inspired me to want to to be a healthier version of myself, so, I, I look at what I did today, I rode almost five miles on a bicycle, dragging two kids in one of the little kitty carts, you know, yeah, I did. I swear to God, 4.8 miles today. Uh, yeah, it was awesome, and I feel great. And, uh, you know, I've been drinking nothing but waters all day. I haven't been pounding beers or nothing. So it's it's definitely, dude, I'm telling you, it, you have to at least put this thing on a DVD and sell it. And if a film tour does not pick it up, then we need to get together and start our own damn film tour.
5: Well, the thing is, you know, you see so many, um, I mean, the, the the International Fly Fishing Film Tour, and I don't know if you've ever, those those sort of things, you know, they always have, like, a story involved, and, and they always have, like, that's, like, my biggest inspiration, you know, is to see that stuff with the stories, you know, and, and it's not just, you know, fish porn and, and you know, hauling fish and, and all that stuff. I mean, you know, you, they still have some of that stuff, but, you know, some of the stories they get into are so inspirational. Um, and and I just wanted to do something like that, you know. I wanted to, you know, except in kayaks, you know. <laughs> I want to have things like that in kayaks, and and that's like my whole goal for doing films like this, you know. Is that you know, there's a the whole other side to it besides all the all the fish, throwing and catching, you know, huge fish and, and
0: you know getting drugged
5: around by a tarpon or something like that. You know, all of that stuff is awesome. Trust me, I love that stuff too, but really get out there and do some some stuff and, and really film stuff, you know, with, you know, uh, you know, not, not just, not, not only GoPros and stuff, but, you know, some, some really good, you know, legitimate, like, film footage, so that was my whole goal for, you know, and that, and that still is my goal, you know, because there's still stories out there to be told, so, um, you know, if anybody has a story, uh, that's uh at adventures
4: at com. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's cool, man. Um, and like I said, for somebody who hasn't been shooting film very long, uh, to go from what you did for the first boondoggle video that you ever did to, to this movie was just like, bro, you obviously went to school, <laughs> you know, well, you did a great job.
5: I appreciate that, man. Um, I really I when I get home from work every night I'm I'm working on stuff. I'm I'm practicing and it's like you know you can't be a a good athlete and you can't be a great guitar player or a great drummer or something like that unless you practice. And to me, you know it's the same sort of stuff with this. So I'm always learning things and getting on YouTube and and searching things up and and you know looking up tutorials and I mean that's pretty much how I've learned to do stuff. That and and Chris Flores has like really, you know, I don't get to see Chris very often, but when I do and I have my camera around, he's always like, hey, man, let me show you this.
6: Yeah.
5: (laughs) That's awesome. That sort of stuff is awesome. I I absolutely love that stuff.
3: That's
4: awesome, man. Well, so if anybody wants to follow you, of course, they they need to hit up uh, uh, you on Facebook. You just kind of gave that out. Give it out again, bro. Um, well, if
5: you want to follow YakTastic Adventures, um, that is just search YakTastic Adventures on Facebook, and uh, uh, or you know me, look me up uh, on Facebook too.
4: Awesome, awesome. Feel free to hang on the line, Rob. I gotta, I gotta. I'm gonna hit yeah. a commercial break real quick, and then we're gonna jump over to Woody. Um,
0: sure. Who is here with me. us
4: tonight? Yeah, man. Absolutely. So, uh, standby. Uh, you guys are listening. Whoa. Let me try that again. You guys are listening to kayak fishing radio, uh, the Monday night show. And, uh, once again, uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Let's see if I can find something here.
3: fishingradio.com To submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app, please follow these steps. Step 1: Create a Skype account. Step 2: Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3: Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232.
0: Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers, made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at OrcaCoolers.com
4: fantastic and as you heard if you guys want to plug any of your uh if you're listening in from a different area than the space coast area if you want to plug your different kayak clubs or tournaments or whatever else you got going on uh sponsors would have you if you if you're a guide feel free to do that too contact us give us a fish report we'll play it on our uh on our app and all that kind of thing so uh get, to, get you a little bit of air time it's pretty good it's, it's it's good times uh good thing to get involved in i don't know what the heck i'm saying uh without any further ado, I'm gonna bring on our special guest of the evening. Actually I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Peppy do the introduction for this.
2: Go ahead, Peppy.
1: All right. Let's uh introduce to you guys the man behind Native Watercraft. Most people know him. He's a great guy. Loves freaky PBRs. He's the man that uh started the Adventure Fishing World Championship also, which some of you um, went to last year, some of you are going to this year. The best tournament I have ever been to in my life. Let's welcome uh, Woody Callaway. What's up, boys?
6: Hey,
2: Woody. What's up, boys?
6: What's hey, going y- on? on? <laughs> my, do- my
2: dog barks every time I talk on the phone. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> oh man, Woody, we got you on. We were supposed to have you on last week. You had an emergency and everything. Like that. we let everybody uh, know, so everybody's
2: all on and ready yeah. to be this week. that's uh, that's what happens with cheap four wheelers and uh, cable cable brakes in the mountains. Man, <laughs> little, little little man, little man had a had a had a pretty good ride last weekend. If things are, I, I hate it having. Got got up to the hospital, no phone. I was like, Oh, this is great. I just uh, scored big points with the boys down in Florida. But uh, I'm glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. Thanks for inviting
1: me. That's awesome. Thanks, Woody. Thanks a lot. Hey, um why don't we uh let's start it off. Uh why don't we talk about uh what do we want to talk about? Let's talk about that new Slayer Propel. How about that? <laughs>
2: yeah man <laughs> Pretty stoked, you know. We're, um, we, as everything goes, you know, when a when a mold comes into the factory, uh, it, it takes a little while to get it kind of dialed in. I, I think we're, we're we're really particular in our molding, so you know, it takes a while to get a mold broken in. It just it just doesn't happen overnight. You know, the, uh, the sales and marketing guys like me and Mike are. You know, we see these boats out there that they're grinding up. We're like, what the hell are you doing? And they're like, oh, it's thin in this area or thin in that area. And So they have to learn how to make the plastic flow throughout a boat. It might look good, but it doesn't measure out um, well. So anyway, everything's dialed in. The mole's making some of the most beautiful boats ever. And we're a little late shipping with, you know, some of the parts like – to be honest, we didn't want to shift anything without it being totally right. Like uh, the last part, to we had to remold it and remake it. We, uh, you know, the trunk area where the, where the drive system goes in, that cover that you put back on it, it was just like, honestly, dude, it was like a fraction off, you know, like it just wasn't seating well. So we, got, we made a new mold. Got a new mold cut and uh, got those things, so we're 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 shipping. So we're we're totally stoked. The boats are molded so nicely; it's ridiculous. So we got a good mold. So yeah, man, we're we're stoked. You know, there's definitely some excitement about it, and we'll we'll see how people like it. And we're stoked about it for sure. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm stoked about mine. Mine's, I think I'm supposed to
1: get mine on Thursday. So, right mm-hmm. before the tournament this week, and I'm sure I'll be fishing out of it, and I'm sure after I fish um, in that, uh, probably after I fish it and probably before it on Friday, if anybody wants to try it out,
6: yeah.
1: uh, I'll have it there. You know, people could try my Slayer Propel out and see what it's all about. I'm telling you, I already tried it out. I demoed it. Anybody listening? I love that thing. Just, just wait till you try it yeah. out. Yeah,
2: I, I thanks, Fab. It's crazy, man. We. The reaction we're getting to it, and I know there's people holding their breath, and this is a you know it's the most under the gun watchful eye that we've ever really had here at native and um you know people are just i think people are waiting to see you know i i you know i I put it about twelve miles two weekends ago um on one fishing up in New Jersey. and i you know it's just comfortable it works so' I was Stayed where I wanted to stay, and went where I wanted to go, and I, you know, the ours. I think it's just it's pretty awesome, you know. But the reaction, you know, at the Boondoggle, we just made that little video. You were the star at that day. and and uh, yeah. dude, we have never we put that thing up in less than a week, and it had like nineteen thousand views, and we're like, holy Christ!
3: So yeah, we're man. Good.
2: We're pretty stoked. Yeah, yeah you guys have. Is- uh,
4: you guys have definitely got a lot of people itching to, uh, to check them out. I know that we're expecting our delivery for kayaks by bow anytime. And, uh, I know there's a a whole slew of people that are already lined up wanting to demo the boat and, uh, looking forward to seeing their reactions, man. I mean, I, I didn't have an opportunity at at the boondoggle to get out and, and get in one just because of, uh, too drunk. So no, I'm kidding. But, uh, you know, I just, I didn't really have any time. I, I totally forgot about it. It was one of the things on my list to do. In fact, that and then sail one of our other Hobie boats. But um, you guys, just like with the uh, the original Slayer, uh, man, you know, we were, we were like anxious to get that boat in, anxious to get it in. And, you know, it was delayed, delayed, delayed. But man, when you finally come out with it, it was perfect. Uh, as far as, you know, there, there's nothing that we could see as a retailer that, that looked you know, kind of uh, chintzy or anything like that. So, you know, kudos to you guys, man. I know, I know it's got to be tough to have to hold something back for a while just to make sure that it's perfect when it goes out. But, you know, kudos to you guys for
2: doing that.
1: Woody.
2: Did we lose him?
6: <laughs> did we lose Woody?
4: <laughs> no way. No, he's he's still there. No, wait. Yeah, he's still there. Woody. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe he moved across his house or something. But anyhow, Woody, yeah, if, so, you're uh, there, if
1: you're there, we can't, we can't hear you, Woody. If anything, hang up and call back if you can. Wow. We can't Dude. hear you.
4: Phone lines are going nuts right now.
1: Let's um, watch him to see if you know his phone line. Do you know what phone he calls Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. I see it. I see it. He still it hasn't dropped. Okay. The phone hasn't dropped. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with Woody. I don't know. Maybe hopefully he lost his connection or whatever, but, uh, Let's see, we got Wheeler on the line. What's going on, brother?
7: What's going on, man? Let's see
4: who else we let's see who else we got calling in. We got all kinds of people calling in now. Hang on a second. Uh, welcome to Kayak Fishing Radio from the four two three area code.
6: Yes, hello. Hello. This is this is Bruce Leonard up here in Bristol, Tennessee. Bruce. I had a question. What's up? I had a question regarding that propel and using it in rivers and stuff. Uh, perhaps,
4: perhaps uh, Peppy, maybe you can answer that question since Woody uh, dropped off. Go ahead. You there, Peppy? Yeah, I hear you. Yep. I had a All
6: right, it's well, yeah. ahead. Yeah, I just to want ask, to know, like, a lot of the Here, rivers are, are shallow and. You know, I just wondered how shallow that thing would run and how how um, strong the propeller is on that as far as bumping it against a rock or something.
1: I'll tell you from what I know, I demoed it, and I tried to see how shallow I could get in it. I weigh about, I'm telling you, it's all depending on your weight, too. Um, I weigh about 230 pounds, and... Sure. With myself, I got into about 12 inches of water is what I got. I got about 12 inches of water, and any shallower than that, the Propel was touching. Um, but, you know, that's pretty good. I mean, it's actually a little bit shallower. It actually gets a little bit shallower than, than what the Mariner was getting. Um, okay. So so it's actually pretty shallow. You know, 12 inches is not bad, and and from what I saw, the Propel, propeller seemed pretty tough as far as I, I I did hit some stuff and it was all you know it was it was okay I mean I didn't I really didn't try to I, I'll tell you I'll tell you the truth I didn't try to hit anything because I didn't want to damage it it was right you know it was, yeah it was a prototype and I really didn't want to be the one that damaged the thing you know so it,
6: is there going to be a <laughs> uh, like a replacement kit for that propeller like say because up here in the rivers we get a lot of current, and you know sometimes it's kind of hard to control from bumping into stuff. But is there gonna do you know if there are gonna be like a replacement propellers for those? If you get a fixed one or something. I'm, I'm really not sure. You guys too. here
1: back on?
4: Yeah, we got Woody back on. Hang uh, on.
1: Okay, we could ask Woody.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been listening, but I just haven't been, for some reason not going through. So, uh, didn't. This propel system needs one foot of water, and there's a you know there's kind of a protector on the front of it, but also if you do and, and I honestly have rarely seen this, but it can happen but if the prop hits a rock or there's a shear pin in there, so you really should never really tear up your prop, but they're all replacements The, the coolest thing about it and and, um, and we're having a lot of dealers that are, are kind of coming on board. They're, these units, while the expensive part of the unit is the outside casting, but the the interior gears and shaft is really not expensive and extremely easy to fix. So, you know, we're pretty sober. We're definitely getting some uh, dealers that are are uh, stoked to to, to to work on some of the units. But as far as like hit rock, you know, um, I, my job is to be abusive. You know, I don't, like, I run it. When I come into shore, I don't ever, I my, that's my job. I'm not one of those lucky people that, that get to try to tear stuff up. But So yeah, I just leave it in, come into shore. I, mean, I don't ram shore, but um, it, it's
6: pretty durable, to be honest with you. Do
2: you know who the, your closest
6: dealer is going to be for up in the, Bristol, Tennessee, and Virginia area for being able to check one of those out.
2: Bristol, Tennessee. Uh, let us see. Bristol. I, Actually, I know Mahoney's.
6: Mahoney's is where I bought my Slayer, but they're not really. Uh, they don't really carry a lot of the newer stuff. That's why. That's why I was asking. Yeah, well, we're working
2: on Mahoney's, but be honest with you. Come on down to the plant. You're only an hour and a half away
6: where now where are you at exactly we're, we're
2: just in ashville
6: oh yeah you're not far okay
2: yeah, yeah I, could,
6: I could make a trip down that way well yeah, i like to come down and check the, it out and like i said because I've, I've been watching the demos on facebook on those and have been impressed yeah. with them but you know nothing beats actually seeing one and and actually getting to try one and see how they work well oh, absolutely i totally agree
2: and I, I'll give my homies a call and get them on board, buddy. All right, I
6: appreciate it, and good yeah. talking to y'all.
4: Good talking yes, to you man. too, Bruce. All
6: right, thank you. That's,
4: yeah, man, that's awesome. So uh, good deal, good deal, man. Woody gets on the phone, and the phone lines just freaking light up. I haven't
6: had this yeah. many calls. Anybody, up, on
1: the, anybody on the forum have any any questions for Woody? Go ahead and shoot him, man. Shoot him out, and we'll ask Woody. Or um, feel
6: free to call yeah, in. That's
4: I was gonna say, feel free to call in at seven one four eight one six forty seven twenty seven. Your phone lines are blowing up, huh? <laughs> it, yeah, I, I like scrambled there for a second. I got all nervous. Didn't know how to answer see, calls. What, like, I, like I forgot. Like I haven't been doing this for three years. <laughs> see,
1: Woody, Woody has that. Woody has that effect on people, man.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you just with the women, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My wife is oh. looking at me with a knife in her hand right now.
4: <laughs> Which by the way, um She's off. our our good our good friend uh Mr. Randy English is in the chat room there joining us tonight, one of your uh esteemed team members and tonight is actually his birthday and he's he's celebrating his birthday listening to the show.
2: Dude, I'm really out that guy. Yeah. Randy's Ray one Ray? of the funniest guys I've ever been around, man. If you if you guys just watch what he posts sometimes on Facebook It's the
6: hilarious.
4: Uh, it is yeah.
6: hilarious.
4: <laughs> we keep we keep we keep Randy around quite often, man, for that particular reason cause that you never know what you're gonna get out of Randy.
2: It's awesome. He, no, you never know. That's awesome. But, well give me um, a question, man. What are people to
1: Woody, I got a question for you online right now. Going to a different subject. This is going for the for the tournament for the for the adventure Fisher world championship. They want to know if yep. we plan if you plan to add any new locations in the future.
2: Yeah, I mean you know that's funny you should ask. A couple of things we're doing is is. Uh, you know, we can't give the we can't give anything away, but we're actually looking at possibly adding two more locations. And you know, this is this is definitely a job. We're going to go scout it out in a couple of weeks. But you know, part of the part of us want to have be able to maybe send people into the fresh water and battle a few gators and come back out, or you know, we're definitely <laughs> going to. No, it's not going to be any easier, I'll put it that way. Oh, man. It may be a little more, you know, but it's not going to, it's definitely not, we're not going to make it any easier, that's for sure. Oh, that's. But we we are looking at maybe, you know, I was talking to John a couple, about a week ago. We, we actually, John just put on a whitewater event here where I live at, this weekend, so he's been pretty busy, but. You know, he he had uh, he did mention like possibly making you know seven checkpoints instead of five, but we're you know nothing's been decided through <laughs> yet.
4: Uh, you guys are out of your damn mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, Chuck, I, you
1: know. Do you, do you do you do you understand? Look, up, do you hear? I'm not I'm not laughing, man. I'm not laughing about this. No, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm
4: laughing because I'm just <laughs> imagining. I'm imagining the pain level that I'm going to be in when I get back to the ramp. And Woody, Woody <laughs> yeah. remembers what I said to him when I stepped out of my kayak. I'm sure. He goes, Chuck, how was that? And my answer to Woody was, I don't know if he remembers, but I said. I need Jack Daniels now because <laughs> it, it But I am. I told. I told him later on. I. You know, and, and I've told a lot of folks this, man. People are coming to our shop and stuff, and listening to the show, and have shot me questions and whatnot. The the Adventure Fishing World Championship to date has been the absolute best tournament I've ever I've ever personally had an opportunity to fish because it was just man.
2: I appreciate it, and you know it was. For us, John and I, putting this together, um, the reward that we had, we knew that it was, we knew when we walked into the awards in that uh, that restaurant, you know? Yeah. And honestly, people were exhausted. People were sunburnt. But the energy level in that, that damn room was frickin' buzzing, man, it, I, I never, I never, we, we, neither one of us was expecting it, and, um, we knew, we knew there, we were like, man, this, the, this, this thing went off, and you know what's crazy yeah. is, is, when we got down there, and we we're being, when we started looking at the numbers of, uh, people following it, you know, we were doing those little updates, and once we got there, we were like, dude, look, we can do videos on our cell phones from out here. We had like sixty thousand people following that thing, man. Yeah. Lot, it was guy. a lot.
4: It was nuts. You yeah. guys did you guys did a great job, man. An absolute great job. And we're all I mean, there's a lot of people looking forward to this one. I know that uh especially our little Central Florida little crew here, we've got what, like ten teams I think that are already signed up to be down there. So
2: it's yeah, uh
1: last Yeah, last I heard, um Last I heard from John, which I'm sure has probably probably gotten it's probably grown by now, but John told me there was fifty something teams signed up or something like
2: that. Yeah, the last I, I checked with John again, we've been con- concentrating on another event this last two weeks. But two weeks ago, when we were we were talking about things, we had fifty eight teams. And wow. We, our, our permit can go up to one hundred teams. So there's, wow. there's still plenty of spots, and I believe in actually, John and I are going. Uh, we're leaving Saturday for Louisiana, and uh, we're we're going to Louisiana. This is the areas that people have contacted us that want to help put this kind of a thing on. So we've got one down on the coast of Louisiana. We're going to check that out next week. We're going to leave there and go to Arkansas. And uh, and uh, what the hell is the name of that? I can never remember the name of that lake, and it's it's so odd the way it's it's like an Indian name. Any, any
1: lake, any lake in Arkansas is odd to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: well, so it's, it's pronounced Wachipal and it's spelled O cheetah or something, you
3: know. <laughs> and then
2: we've got to check this out, we've got up in West Virginia on the New River, which is, you know, I don't know if you guys know much about the New River, but it's <laughs> one of the only unchanged rivers directionally that the Ice Age didn't change. And it's really big and um we've got a got a guy up there that's wanting to do one and he wants to do like a, have a you know, basically you would start 40 miles upstream or 30 miles and you would actually have a overnight portion to it, you know, so you can't believe how many people are contacting us, hey, I've got this idea, and you know, John and I are going to scout them out, we're going to check it out, so we'll see, so for like 2015, you know, there might be some qualifiers, or, you know, who knows, but I, I know that I know that everyone that was that the first original one man, I mean that's just uh because because those guys are those teams believed in it and came down and checked it out that uh you know, they've got a they have got a in, a in no matter where we go, so it's pretty exciting man to be honest with you.
4: Yeah. Oh well it's awesome. cool about it what's yeah, what's cool about it is like you say This is something that you can take to a bunch of different places, and uh, and you know just have an an event that the locals will most certainly never forget, and probably hate you for for about a week after. So, um, (laughs) you know, I mean, I'm I'm excited. Listen, I'm I'd like to talk to you sometime about bringing one over here to the Space Coast. I think the Mosquito Lagoon. Would be a great place to hold one of these events. There's plenty of spoil islands out there. Um, there's there's definitely really plenty cool. of territory. Yeah, there's plenty. There's definitely plenty of territory to cover, and uh, you know the fishing's the fishing's pretty spot on. But uh, Louisiana, man, that sounds now that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds crazy, and yeah. I will punch a gator in the face. I'm not even worried about it. Let's <laughs> let's go to Louisiana.
2: Yeah, well, actually like we're actually heading there on uh we're heading there Saturday. We're meeting with the people on Monday, Tuesday. Um you know, we're just going to scout it out and each place, you know, the craziest thing is each place that we go like <clears throat> Lake Wachita. You know, it's in a lake and you're like, well, how hard can it be at a lake? But you know, they got some really big islands, and we've even thought about, hey, what if we put one of the checkpoints in the middle of an island? And you had to bring your shit up there, you know. I mean, it, you know, there's all kinds of things you can do, you know, so. Uh, it, but I do know that it's, they're going to all be just miserable enough to be <laughs> awesome.
4: I like how you oh, say that. I like, see, folks, listen to what Woody just said. He li- he, he likes to use that term. It's just miserable enough, right? When I got off the exactly. water. Yeah, when I got off the water down there in, in uh, Everglades City, he goes, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was just miserable enough to where it sucked, right? And I go, no. Nah. <laughs> Listen. It, it
2: pretty much
6: sucked. Yeah, yeah it pretty much but sucked.
2: everybody right. since then has enjoyed this one of those things that you finish it and, you know, it, you know. Anyway, I, it went well. I really, we're really happy that everybody that was in it enjoyed it, whether they, yeah. you know, caught fish or not, you know.
4: Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. And I told a bunch of people the same thing, and Pepe has as well. That to me, it's uh, it's more about the challenge that you put upon yourself to be able to even complete it, mentally, physically, whatever. If you can navigate your way yeah. through anywhere to find a checkpoint, and then find your way back to that checkpoint, then find the next one, then maybe hit three, maybe hit five, and then make your way home and find home without having to get caught, you know, yeah. without having to get towed in or getting flown out or whatever. Which was awesome that nobody had to do. Then, uh, man, and then and then the drama that comes along with that that kind of a tournament. I mean, well, we had those guys that ran up with like two seconds to spare, literally something like that.
2: So, yeah, actually eight seconds. They they have a five hour event, they made it to the cut off with like <clears throat> eight seconds to spare. And, you know, they were they were hot. I, we were we were we had collected all the checkpoint people. We're in a boat coming through the bay and I saw where they were and I was like, There's no way they're gonna make it. One guy was in a mariner protein and one was at his partner was in a uh uh, Hobby uh, Pro Angler, and they were just peddling like they could, you know, hard as they could. <laughs> and, you know, you, you crossed that bay, they were they were about a hundred yards from going under the bridge. They've crossed majority of the bay, right? But then right. you know how it kind of flattens out, and they, you got that long channel up to the dock. Yeah. And you know, I'm looking at, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna make it. There's no way. And sure enough, they just kept going, coming, and with eight seconds to go. I mean, that God, that's one of the best moments of the tournament, too, you know. When you look, they, these two guys made it. They ran up to the checkoff point, and uh, they just threw their stuff on the ground and they just hugged each other. We knew <laughs> that, you
1: know. I was standing right next to them when the guys came up, and one guy, as soon as they some guy yelped right there. He threw his hat on the floor. He started stomping on the floor. I was standing right next to him when that
6: happened.
2: <laughs> I know. That was like one of the greatest moments, you know. And then uh, I, I tell you, you got it all if you guys watched the video. But one of the other great moments is that a wearing team of, I don't know the young guy's name, but Mike McDonald um, he catches this fish. And the, he gets it. He's in the, he's, He's blown into the mangrove. He's fighting this fish. He's starting to wrap around his rudder. He yells at his partner. What was his partner's name, man? But he calls out his name and goes, get Get over here, Billy. Billy. Oh, it's Billy. Billy, do your
6: job, Billy. Get (laughs) this fish, please.
2: You know, just little dramas like that all day long, man. It was awesome. Yeah, that I was, was yelling.
4: Actually,
5: wait, I was wait,
2: yelling. At,
4: wait, I was yelling at. I was yelling at Peppy the entire time to paddle faster.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: right.
4: Uh, on Dude, a
1: There's only on a surfboard. There, there, yeah, there is only so fast that you could paddle on a Diablo, adios. You know that thing. Yeah, that thing. It's a, it's a great fishing platform and everything like that, but it's not made for that tournament. That is for sure.
2: Dude, you honestly, Pepe, you look worn out. <laughs> I thought he was going to
4: – listen, Woody, Woody, we, we made it from – we left in the morning, went underneath the bridge. We decided to hang a left. We went over towards Chokoloski, snuck in the islands that way, and then went to the first checkpoint we got to. And just then, I thought he was done. And then we went out to the outside, and we got out to the outside one. We caught a couple fish, got super excited. Turned the kayaks to the north, had the wind in our face at 25 knots, it seemed like the entire way, and he had a cover white cap, and, I, and I'm just paddling along. I'm not even thinking about it. I'm just paddling along, and I turn around and look, and I, don't even, I hardly even see him. I see him because I can see the smoke rings bellowing out from his mouth, and I'm like, well, there's Peppy. I mean, I'm good. I can still see him, so we're still in line of sight. So I slow down. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And uh, Pepe comes up and my like, man, you all right? He's like, I'm good, man. I'm good. I got to just take my time. I got to just, you know, I can't go very fast. I just got to take my time. I'm like, God, oh, you're killing me.
2: Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> what about the one dude whose knee blew out and his partner told him the entire day?
7: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah and you know what? Nuts. That's the one of the only teams that didn't sign back up.
7: Which is a shame,
2: because they had a good time, but that one guy's knee blew out on him, and he just, he was in, I think he had a hobie, he just couldn't, he he couldn't do it, you know, his leg just wouldn't work, his knee locked up. And his partner actually towed him the entire day, and he had a paddle that he could help, but he was pretty much being towed around all day. Yeah. That guy was worn. I saw that guy coming back in, yep. Yeah, and for all cool. of you
1: that don't know about another another thing about this tournament is you're out there fishing and you gotta get to a checkpoint. You get to a checkpoint, you've gotta grab a token and use that token while you're fishing, then after you're done fishing, return that token and then you can keep on going on your way. If you Which lose that sucks. token while you're out there fishing, if you lose that token you are disqualified. Even if you've been out there then six o'clock in the morning and you lose it at three thirty in the afternoon, you are done.
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, so the token goes the token goes in the zippered part of your PFD. <laughs> so if you side, <laughs> it's still in there, you know? No, it was uh but it was awesome, man. We had a great time and then afterwards and that's the thing about it, man. It was like I don't wanna equate it to like a boondoggle, but it was a lot like a boondoggle for the couple of nights we were there. Uh, just hanging out, having a great time, everybody was enjoying themselves and you know got to meet some really cool fishermen, some of the best that i've ever fished with and uh you know the night of the the night of the finale you know the, the award ceremony and stuff the uh, you know it still kind of it still kind of went on over there at the uh, at the old pub there so it was it was it was a, it was yeah. a good time we had, we had a great time man it was and and, and I saw somebody in the chat room said they 're not big on tournaments. Let me tell you something. I am the poster yeah. child, not for not being big on tournaments because it's just not my thing. I'm not as competitive as Peppy is, and and not not not, not discrediting Peppy at all, but I'm just saying it's just really not my thing. This is different. This this is one that is penciled into my calendar and will be every year that you guys put it on because it it is for me. It's more about just saying that I did it than me even caring about catching a fish. If I can make it. 20 something miles in a day in those conditions and find those locations and make it back and not have a heart attack and die? Dude, that's awesome. Well, <laughs> that's
2: awesome. You know, I I think it started, you know what I was interesting is is the night before, you know, everyone's checking in and it was the the look on people's face where you're like where we, you know, remember you know, the inspection where we're going through and going, where's your flares, where's your this, you know, gear that fishermen, kayakers normally don't worry about bringing. The realization of going, look, man, you guys, you're going into the unknown here. Trust me, we put something together that you can definitely get lost and turned around in, and we're not talking about going three miles. Out, we're talking about you're going out to the, one of the checkpoints is going to be out at the edge of the Gulf. There's a lot of mangroves between you and and real land, and for people to to you know, where, where's your flares? Where's your GPS? Where's your all your all your safety equipment and doing the safety checks? Just you, you could just feel that the, the the that the guys that had entered were just. Into it, man. They were yeah. into it. They they had their gear. They'd done their research. It was all in place. They could get to it, and it was just you know it was really really cool seeing even the day before when people were checking in and were checking their gear. It was awesome.
4: Well, and and I'll he, tell you, knew um, it was going to
2: be different to that point.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, what's really cool? <clears throat> excuse me, let me see my throat. What's really cool about it is. uh I I talked to a bunch of guys that pre-fished and we pre-fished and it did absolutely nothing for us because the cold front came in (laughs) that night and kind of ruined everything that I figured that I knew. Um, I had a banner. I mean, a banner day on Friday and Pepe, you saw, I mean, I I was, I was on fire, man. I caught 30, 30, some odd fish, a bunch of slams. I mean, I, I caught a lot of fish on Friday and I'll be honest, I was a little, a little high on the horse there coming into the next morning. But dude, when you handed out when you guys handed out the map and then you look at the map and then you figure out that where we fished was nowhere near anywhere we're gonna be for the entire day. <laughs> yeah. Like the wind the wind came out of my sails right away. I was like, uh
5: yeah, like, we didn't hit any of those uh, spots. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like... One, one of the funniest
2: things, or interesting, I'm going to say funny, is, is there were some guys, there were a lot of guys that came down and pre-fished, and, and how many of the guys that came down and pre-fished went, like, inland to the creeks? And, you know, yeah. John and I were going, you know, John and I were keeping our mouths shut, you know, but we are just, like, going, yeah. oh, dude... You guys are way
4: off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, see, like we were you going down. Like a... You're
4: we way going...
2: off. I'm gonna help you a bit.
4: Yeah, we were going down. Uh, what, what, what to me were like rapids when we were pre-fishing. We were in like that was... these... We were in yeah. these tight little, small, narrow creeks and stuff in the islands, and. Yeah. I asked, I actually, the best moment for me the entire weekend was I ramped off a log and, landed, and stuck the landing like a champion. It was awesome. Pepper, remember that? We're, we're coming yeah, down no, this chute, just, and I, I was jumped was going to say,
6: Woody,
1: yeah, Woody, you would have loved well, – the area we went through, we went through some areas that had some tides. There was some current running through there. That it was strong. I mean, it was – pushing you through there, and like Chuck said, I mean, you would have loved it because it would have been just like back home where you are running through those, you know, going through those rivers like that. Because literally I remember Chuck going over that log and when he went over that log, I just sat there watching him thinking he's going to, he's definitely going in the, in the drink, you know, he's going in.
6: <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. It was. Awful. I thought I
4: was going in for sure, but no, it was, that. I, th- I think that's probably the coolest part about it is that they're, there truly is no advantage whatsoever to anybody. I mean, I don't think there is. I mean, I think, sure, if a guy fishes that region down there quite a bit, he's going to kind of know, all right, if, if, if the cold front comes in, they should be doing this, or, you know, if, uh, if the tides drop in, they should hang out, whatever, that's cool. But you still have to make it to those checkpoints. You still have to make it back home, and you got to make it back home before the next guy just in case there's a Because I know there was a couple of teams – that were real close, if not even tie-in, for length. That that you know would have got another spot a, a, a ahead of somebody. So, uh, you know, it was uh, it was awesome, man. I mean, that's all we can say about it. So, c- congratulations to you guys for putting on a great event, man. That was awesome.
2: Thanks. It was uh, it was you know it was definitely a shot in the dark for the first one. We we're just super happy that it all worked out and everybody made it back. And you know, Johnny and I honestly didn't know. We didn't know how it was going to finish up, and we really we were really happy the way it the way it did it uh, end up, and the people were just miserable enough that they would want to do it again. You know.
3: Yeah. That's
2: right.
3: Somebody, did it, it, uh,
2: it prove it, it. Proved what you can do in a kayak, a fishing kayak. It it proved that you can do. I don't think people really realize, you know, a lot of people get one, they go out maybe a half mile, and they fish, it's cool. But I think this really set, set it in stone that, hey, man, you can cover some ground in a, in a kayak and you can fish with the big guys. You know, you can, you can move around more than you think. There's some effort involved, but it's, it was really good. So we're really yeah. happy and uh, look forward to seeing everybody down there.
4: Good deal. Yeah, we figured awesome. we did about 38 miles in two days being down there. So it was, uh, it was a lot of movement for sure. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. crazy. Cool. Well, awesome. Well, Woody, man, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, thanks for thanks for being a guest, and uh, look forward to hearing more from you here shortly. Hopefully we'll get some updates as uh, the release Ed, of the Slayer Propel goes on. And go ahead, Beth. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm
2: just going to say, well, if anybody out there the – to want to talk about I'm, I'm always happy to. You know, they can kind of come in on the Facebook page or, or go through you guys or be glad to answer anything. Anytime
1: anywhere, man. Awesome. awesome. I was just going to say that if anybody has any questions out there that they want me to ask Woody or anything like that in the future, you can go ahead and ask me. And at the same time, like I said, I will have the Slayer Propel this weekend, it looks like. So if anybody wants to try it out this weekend... You can find me at Cars Park. I'll be there with the Slayer Propel, and you can try it out. So thanks, Woody. I appreciate Woody. it, man. Hey, take care,
2: guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, a lot. thanks buddy. Thanks for coming on. See, man.
4: You. Later. See you, buddy. That's awesome, man. Woody's one of the uh, one of those guys. When you go to a kayaking event, you you kind of kind of seek him out because you know it's going to be a good time. Just hanging around the guy, he's awesome. Um, and, and, and Peppy had it right. You know, if you want to come on out and try out one of his, you know, his new boat or whatever, uh, feel free to do that. Uh, also, uh, feel free to stop by and try out my pro angler 14 from Hobie <laughs> with, the, yeah, right. with, sea, with my brand new sea deck on it and a sail. So, uh, yeah, take that. So <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, but yeah, feel free, you know, while we're out there, anybody who wants to come up and try out, uh, Try out one of my boats, or you know Peppy's boat, or see Randy's boat because I think Randy's going to have one too. So uh, feel free to do so. Um, yeah, that's yeah, cool, man.
1: Re- yeah, Randy's and mine will be coming in together to KBB, so you'll be seeing it before us, problem.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: let's let's grab Wheeler real quick. What's going on, buddy? What's going on
4: up in the uh, the mighty state of, um, Virginia?
7: Doing good I'd like to see how you, you know, like to you know, let your other caller you know, ask a question that he was begging to ask Woody, but that's okay.
3: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: what was that?
7: Oh, I was just going to ask him, you know, the, the propel and, you know, the, the gearing system and, you know, how easy would it be to change out while on the water? You know, if you broke
2: uh... Uh, a main gear,
7: you know, could you sit there and, and, you know, throw everything out on the deck and, you know, quickly pull a gear out, put a gear in, put the chain back on, you know, all that happy, uh, you know. That would have that would a been a great question. Theory. Yeah, you know, that, that's why you have all the collars. You know, you look.
4: <laughs> Dang, Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I figured you were like me. I figured you were like me, you know, you're, you're Team Jackson, you know, so you got to kind of walk that tightrope a little bit. I mean, you know, just I try to keep it as, you know, go with it, peppy oh, yeah. as I could so you know I can't get no. myself in trouble so it was no, no, one of the,
1: it was it was one of those things we just it just jumped into the adventure world uh fishing world championship and it just stuck you there <laughs>
7: oh yeah and you know what that, the funny
1: thing about that is
7: is that you know I was talking to people cuz I'm planning on going this year to that nice think is uh is uh Mecca for the saltwater fishermen so if you, folks if you ever fished out there and ever wanted to go to a place where you go I want to be challenged, you know, to catch not just, you know, redfish on a flat, but redfish in mangroves and trout and snook and, oh, look, a Goliath grouper, you know, all on the spot, yeah. you know, that, that's the area to do it while, you know, paddling like a madman at, some, at, at a lot of times. But the crazy thing is, is a lot of people I talk to at the boondoggle, you know, we're going, you know, I'm going this thing and I want to start training now. You know, people that didn't go before or people that went, you know, like uh, Irish Jean, I mean, Jean McElroy, you know, and we all know that she's a, a mad lady, you know, but she's mm-hmm. already saying, you know, I'm going to start training, not just the fishing aspect, but on the paddling aspect, you know, you know, that's huge. Yeah. That, well, I that think I started riding a bike. Yeah, I started-
4: Yeah, that's why <laughs> I started riding the bike. I started riding the bike, you know, lose weight and get back in shape, but I, you know, also, too. If I ride that bike, you know, four or five miles a day, and then jump up into you know ten, fifteen miles a day, twenty miles a day, whatever, then when I sit down in that Hobie chair and I'm pedaling my butt off all day long, it's not going to be a big deal, hopefully. Right. Yeah, that,
7: where, <laughs> you know, and that's where
0: you know, and it's
7: funny. He, you know, what he's saying, you know, just enough misery to make it fun, and that's coming back from his days in you know still whitewater, but you know, for those of us who know those whitewater guys, I mean, you know perfect example, I mean, you, you know E.J. Jackson, um, yep. but, but you know, E.J., he literally will train there at his uh, house, right there at Rock Island, literally until he can't paddle anymore, you know, and come out, out of the water, you know, big smile on his face going, man, I actually nailed that hole today, you know, it took me a little while, but I finally did it you know and that's just that, that that white water mentality where you know you're you're not doing it right unless you come off the water and need a uh, you know two Percocets and a shot of bourbon to you know get, get you up the up the stairs of the house you know and that's that's kind of cool how they have that all set up but uh but yeah man i mean just i'm i'm stoked cuz we got the boondoggle and the weekend right afterwards is the uh uh you know ASWC
4: yep you yeah. getting any fishing you done know. up there
7: Oh yeah, I'm I'm been training my butt off, man. I've got uh, uh, 16 tournament uh, bass and FLW tournaments coming up. Um wow. Yeah, uh, you know I'm making that big transition from, you know, kayak to to bass boat, but you know with the same theory as as past two years, you know I've only done like five or six, you know, right. getting the word out on kayak fishing for freshwater, you know, getting these boaters or or non boaters especially, you know, these guys that, that fish from the shoreline or from a little pier or, you know, from a friend's boat all the time that go, man, I really wish I could get on the water, you know, I wish I could do this, wish I could do that, showing them, you know, hey,
6: you
7: know, I just pre-fished this kayak in that spot right there across the lake. You see that spot? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that spot, I was able to get in. Now, did you get there in the tournament? No, because it was away. Right. I just dragged my kayak over top and banged this, you know, five-pounder. And then show them a picture, you know. Yeah. You know, being able to have that 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 ability, you know, to get the word out on on kayak fishing is is what it's all about, you know. And and having that basis of you know of kayak fishing to the bass world, you know, when you step up on that back deck or front deck, you know, you go, you start looking at it, and then you finally you know bend down to the deck level so you can you know get it back from the kayak angle, and you're like, okay, that's that spot I need to hit. You know, so it gives you a whole new perspective and whole new insight into the, you know, freshwater world. And I'm telling you, if they pick one for the New River, I'm telling you, Chucko, oh, dude, the New River is the smallmouth mecca. I'm talking 20, 25-inch football, I mean, just big bronze-back beasties that just love to hit, you know, topwaters and, and spinnerbaits and uh oh man the maneuver would be
4: awful <laughs> i I would love this I would love to say that you just got me really, really excited but uh, I see my friend tammy's in the chat room, so i won't hurt her feelings very bad but uh i I'm, I'm trying to get back into bass fishing a little bit all right i'm not gonna lie I think it's lame, but that's just because I used to do it a lot when I was younger and being that I was here in Florida, I got kind of spoiled with big bass, and yeah, it is what it is. But you no know, smallmouth in a river system—that sound—that does sound like fun. I mean, that sounds like something I can get into. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna have to borrow a boat with that could paddle, but probably. But, but uh, that's the
7: thing about the New River. Your pro angler would yeah. be perfect because you, you know uh-huh. it's got deep, long, deep sections, and then you Dunza. can see the, the the current breaks up ahead, you know, so you can you know, fold the the, the fins out or pull them out completely and, you know, rudder your way through and, you know, get back to the side, drop them back in and go again. You know, and that's the nice thing about the New River. It's so deep in some areas that literally, you know, you're talking 20, 30 feet in depth around a corner, you know, that you could sit there and pick away at the bass. And then your next cast, you'd be reeling it in and have a 50-inch muskie following it right behind. You know, oh, so crazy. the new river adds that whole new dynamic, you know, along with, you know, there's some areas where you can't, you know, just get over with the kayak. Yes, you have to pull over and forward to because it's class three, class four rapids.
3: Right. You know,
7: those of us in, you know, Jackson kayaks might be able to do it because we are crazy as hell. Um, They're true yeah. and you're Herschel. Um, but, you know, even still, it's uh, class three, class four, you know, whitewater. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, know, that's when they had a a dynamic in Lake Wachita in Arkansas. That's a bass mecca, dude. I mean, there was a BASS tournament there in March of last year. And, you know, they had, it was an elite series event. No, open series event where they had, I think, 120 boaters. Yeah. And only 30 boaters brought fishing. You know, so. That, that adds a whole new thing. You know, it's got islands, cause I, I I researched that that spot before. You know, it's got islands, it's got all this, it's got all that. But if you don't hit the bass right, or you don't know the bass on that lake, you can go yeah. out there, and that's, that's where I think that would be a cool tournament. You know, you're going out there, and you're going in, and it's not saltwater where, you know, you can catch a redfish around every mangrove corner. It's bass. Yeah. Bass move. Bass get locked, jaw, Unless you know what the hell you're doing, you know, or, 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 or get lucky, you know, you could hit every last checkpoint, but it doesn't mean right. anything if you can't catch a bass. And if yeah, three other true. guys have gotten to that checkpoint before you did, and they've cleaned it out or they've blown, yeah.
4: out the, blown the bass out of there, you yeah. just waste your time. So I think that would be a very cool one.
2: Yeah, that's awesome.
4: Very cool. Well, I'm running out of time, brother, but I appreciate you calling us. And, of course, folks, you can always listen in to uh, – Mr. Wheeler, on Wednesday night, uh, he does the Low Sodium Show, which is always entertaining, full of great information. And, uh, you know, check it out, man. What else you got? What are you talking about this week, you know, yet?
7: Yeah, we're going to talk about tubes again. Um, And I was actually inspired. Last week we had uh, uh, Bob Berninski of Power Team Lures. I'm telling you, dude, that four-and-a-half hammer shad is
5: the it?
7: Anyway, um, (laughs) dude, I'm telling you, Chuck, you put that on the jig head, you yeah. will see things you've never seen before, man, or even do yeah. it as a drop shot. Oh, sexy! Anyway, no, um, <laughs> you know I'm inspired by you know talking to him, and then uh, one of the post staffs with Power Team is J.P. DeRose, the right. ASS Elite Angler. Blah blah blah. Anyway, they did a show. He does a show called Beyond the Cast. where they did tubes, and the Power Team lures tube was was you know the top choice, you know between selection, durability, blah 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 blah. Anyway, um, you know, and and I went back and started thinking about it. Tubes are the they're they're the gulp of the bass fishing world, okay? You can put it on. You can't fish it wrong. You can't just fish all the time. But there are a few things that can make you a better tube fisherman, as long as you know the situation. And we're going to talk about how to use a tube, when to use it, and, you know, all the things that go along with tube fishing. Everyone
4: loves a tube. We'll go tube in tubing sweet so tune into uh the, the low sodium show and learn all i mean hear more about tubes and tubing which uh hey tubes work really well for redfish and trout down here uh, you know people have grown oh, yeah. and they go great very with a cool. beard so okay. <laughs> there you go uh so, all uh, right man face yeah i know i feel bad for those that can't grow it uh so <laughs> thanks wheeler man i appreciate it very much let me get hit we got to hit up a couple of things real quick, folks. I'm going to hit a real quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk about a few things that are going on in the local community, and then uh, we'll hit up some what-to-dos in this windy weekend as we're about to be uh, slammed with some wind. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening. You guys are tuning in to the Redfish Chuck Show Monday night here on Kayak Fishing
3: Radio. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out YachtAngler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Give me the flats to dawn
6: with plenty of tailing fish. And the perfect fly rod. Whoa, yeah! And get ready for some magic.
3: What
2: oh,
7: awesome yeah. I got one! Oh, damn, I got him! I got him! I got him! Join
2: Bonefish and Tarpon Trust.
6: Nice fish!
2: And help make sure that the magic
0: never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium-quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA, always has been, always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com.
4: Yep, Orca Coolers, our, our boy Bill Terry, who, uh, you know, we, we we're very appreciative of the sponsorship in which he shows, myself and Pepe. Um, those guys are knocking out great coolers, man. If you haven't checked out on Orca Cooler, you can do so down at Harry Goods Outdoor Shop in Melbourne. Uh, we'll be having some up at Bo here shortly. Um, you know, check them out, take a look at them. If you have any questions, comments, concerns about them, feel free to hit me up, hit that BF. Um, I've got a 26 quart Orca and I've got a 75 quart Orca. The 26 rides in the back of my boat most of the time, unless I'm trying to go underneath low bridges (laughs) and then it gets me stuck. But, uh, you know no it's a great cooler holds ice for for days literally, and uh um, in fact, my coolers sitting inside uh, k b b outfitters right now probably still with ice in it from the other day so uh definitely uh check them out man It's a great company made in America always has and always will be, and they'll never change it uh this weekend, our buddy allen man, I wish he was here to talk about it the uh, twenty thirteen cars park fall redfish classic has is now finally upon us saturday november the ninth There's a chance of a thunderstorm or two, 80 degrees, 82 degrees should be the high, 70 degrees should be the low for the day. Um, The wind is supposed to blow. So it looks like uh, Alan and the guys got together and decided that let's just open it up and, and not make people launch from cars. It's an open bait tournament. You're fishing for the largest redfish. You're fishing for the fish with the most spots. You're fishing for the smallest redfish there'll be uh, prizes award awarded for those, um, catch photo release, of course, um, entry fee, I think is 40 bucks. That includes a t-shirt and your food. I think
1: Debbie? yes, yes. T-shirt and food. Yes.
4: Yeah. 40 bucks, t-shirt food and entry fee. Um, most of us will be out there Friday evening. Um, it's yet to be determined if I'll be camping out there Friday evening or not, but, uh, I know you're going to be out there, and I know Randy and a bunch of guys will be out there. And so uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Captain Alex has his trailer already set up, ready to roll. So uh, very excited about this particular tournament. Again, for no other reason than it's always just a great time to fish with you guys and fish with the folks to come out and fish these local tournaments because it's just a big like a big happy family. So uh, awesome. And then uh, I'm trying to remember what days it is, but I, I don't have it in front of me. Excuse me. Uh, Give me two seconds and I'll pull it up. The uh, Gumbo Palooza, the Gumbo Palooza Uh, event is, is it the 16th? Yep, November the 16th. Yep, November the 16th. It's going to be taking place over at Dish on Fire, um, over at the lonely corner of Detweiler um, and McCoy, I believe, is the other road at uh, 7937. Detweiler Drive, uh, that's Orlando. Um for directions, you guys can go straight to the Facebook page Central Florida Gumbo Cookoff, Gumbo Palooza 3. Uh Steve Chapman and, and the guys over there from Fishing Florida Radio are putting on another great event. Tammy Wilson's going to be there helping out with the kids on hook kids on fishing program. If you'd like to volunteer your time, get a hold of Tammy. I'm sure she can use a few volunteers. I know that it's going to be pretty hectic. So it uh, should be a great event. If you, also, too, get over there to the to their website, like it, you know, say you're going or whatever, because there's opportunities if you can't make it to it to still be able to donate. The money goes to Give Kids the World and a couple other different, Anglers uh, for Conservation and a couple other local charities. So uh, last year they were able to raise a bunch of money. Uh, everybody, I'm sure, made out, Awesome as far as the charities are concerned. Uh Give Kids the World Village uh is, is one of those things that whenever I hear anything that has to do with children and, and donating, I'm I'm all about, you know, trying to help out. So uh try and make it out there to the event. Again it's Saturday, November the sixteenth, uh at two o'clock, I believe is when it starts. Um I just scored me some some cigars. Did you see that, Pep? Heck yeah, I saw that.
1: I saw that, but <laughs> you know what? What I already during the week, and I had talked to Steve already, and Steve goes, "You want one?" And I go, "Yeah." <laughs> Steve
4: <laughs> Steve, so "Steve, so you already got you already got the lowdown." But anyway, I yeah. saw that. And I, yeah, and so I decided. I saw Tammy got herself a box of too as well, so that's cool. Um, yeah, no, you know, it's, it's it's always it's always a good time, man. If you can come out and try and help out, uh, charitable type events, man, pay it forward. It's it's good for the soul, man. Karma is. It is a real-life thing. I don't care what anybody says, man. It, it, it definitely, uh, you know, you do good on to some people. You, you do good on to people, man. You get good back. And uh, I think I'm a shining example of that lately. So, uh, you know, but uh, what else we got going on? Anything else coming up that you can think of, Pep?
1: Um, No, that's about it. We got Allen's tournament. We got um, got Gum Gumpalooza coming up. And... That's
4: about it. I don't think that we, we don't got much happening. It's it. Yeah, well, and then uh, I'll be I'll be doing. I'm gonna drop a, a grand opening day for KBB Outfitters as soon as I have it. Uh, we're 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 open ish this week. Obviously, I'm I'm kind of out of commission a little bit. So uh, you know, we'll we'll get right back at it again after this weekend, and you know, I'll take this weekend off to be able to enjoy myself and kind of relax and clear my head and then go right at it and start my domination of the world of selling tackle, <laughs> um, as I like to call it. So, But uh, yeah. feel free to get a hold of me. Yeah. yeah, feel feel free to get a hold of me. Up and Titusville, kayaks by Bo, KBB Outfitters. Um, I'd love to hear from you guys. If there's something that you're looking forward to or looking for, you don't see it in other shops or whatever, let me know. i will be more than happy to do my best to try and bring it in. Um, I've got a great selection of hard baits and soft plastics and the whole thing so you know feel free to to give us a shout man it's it's, it's good stuff so uh with that being yeah. said uh, um one more what?
1: thing Chuck. Uh, uh one thing I did forget um just because we uh the weekend of the 16th November 16th that the Demopolis is going on I'm going to try to get there after after the tournament that I have but I'll see if I can make it but that weekend just so that everybody those, um, we have uh D. Kaminsky, myself, uh Wade Hollowell. Um, us three we're we're gonna be participating in the Tropic Bay Championship, which is an invite only tournament that weekend in Mosquito Lagoon. I just wanted to put that out there that you know, um, we do have that on the sixteenth, so us three will be participating in that. Hopefully we could bring you know, we could bring a title home. So one of us could do good and bring it home. Just wanted to get that out there also. Yeah, absolutely.
4: That's awesome, man. Well good luck to all you guys. That's that's cool, man. I hope uh I hope it works out. We'll hope one of you guys guys or ladies bring that back home so or I say back, back home brings it home. So um and with that I'd like to uh like to dedicate this show tonight in honor of my Uncle Tommy. He was a uh, he was an amazing man. Uh always believed in me. Always pushed me to uh, chase my dreams and, you know, just get after it. One hell of a nice guy. uh, To all of his friends, he was Tom. To his family, he'll always be Tommy. So, Peppy, hit up your sponsors, bro. Let's get out of here.
1: Yeah, let's do it, man. I want to thank Kayak Fishing Radio, Native Watercraft, Terry Goods Outdoor Shop, Kayaks by Bo, Hook One, Yak Attacks, Slayer Inc. Lures, Orca Coolers, Ram Mounts, Aquabound Paddles, Tackle Webs, Fishing Florida Radio, Black Belt Custom Rods, Tailing Toes. Thank you all very much for supporting me.
4: And of course, I'd like to thank Hobie Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Rail Yak Gear, Ego Nets, ENO, Bending Branches, Slayer Inc. Lures, KBB, KBB Outfitters, and Real Adrenaline Energy Drinks. Again, if you have not tried a real adrenaline energy drink, feel free, contact me. If I see you somewhere, I'll bring some. I will have them at the tournament. I'll have plenty <laughs> at the tournament. I need to get these things out of my house, man, because I keep drinking them. I'll probably be awake till 4 o'clock in the morning to, you know, today. So, But, uh, again, listen, folks, don't forget, take a kid fishing in the future of our sport. Uh, introduce a friend or a neighbor to kayak fishing. They'll love you forever for it. Um, it's, 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 as we all know, it's an addiction that is, uh, quite the healthy one. And, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it, man. I'm done. Uh, don't forget also to, you know, tell your loved ones you love them every night. You never know if it's the last time you get a chance to do that. So with that being said, God bless. We'll see you guys next. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next week. Next Monday night, we'll be back here. Don't forget Wednesday night. We got Wheeler Thursday night. We got Chip Gibson. And uh, we'll be right back around to follow up and uh, give you guys a recap of what happened with the tournament and other events that uh, took place this this, uh, upcoming weekend. So with that, you guys have a safe week. We'll talk to you soon. God bless. Rest in peace, Uncle Tom. Take
1: care. Bye.
3: Kayak Fishing Radio presents From the Space Coast of Florida. The Redfish Chuck Show. Featuring your host, Charles Levi, aka Redfish Chuck. And the Redfish Chuck Show's co-host, Alan Ryland. And also featuring the Redfish Chuck Show's other co-host, Happy My Dow.